from the Tie Cats Audio Network. This is Tie Cats Today with Louie Butko. Yes, it is Tie Cats Today for a Friday, September the 16th, 2022, TGIF. Thanks for checking us out on the Tie Cats Audio Network. Louie Butko here with you from Tim Hortons Field, where the Tie Cats held their final walkthrough ahead of tomorrow's game against the 12-1 two-time defending Great Cup champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers, who will be making their first appearance since a uh, mild day in December. Uh, a few months ago. Of course, we don't talk about that game here on this show, uh, but we will talk about tomorrow's game, including who's in the lineup as I have the depth chart here in my hand. We'll run that down in just a few seconds. Uh, We'll be joined by, uh, we'll hear from Coach O uh, as we caught up with him after practice today. We'll hear from Dane Evans, the starting quarterback, spoiler alert on the depth chart, the starting quarterback uh, tonight, a chance to catch up, or tomorrow, excuse me, a chance to catch up with him. Uh, We'll hear from Micah Johnson as well. So that's all coming up here on the uh, Friday edition, our game day eve edition of the show here on Cats today. And of course, uh, lots of other uh, great content to get you set for tomorrow's game. Uh, we'll be here on the Cats Audio Network, including a brand new episode of Cats this week with RJ Broadhead and Luke Tasker. Uh, and then tomorrow, like all game days, Get it started on the Tigers Audio Network with, with Tiger Cats game day, as Courtney Stephen and Mike Daly get you set for the game, and then join us right here on the Tigers Audio Network starting at three o'clock as Bubba O'Neill and Andy Fantuz bring you Tiger Cats pregame, and then of course RJ and Luke have the call, and we got your full postgame uh, coverage right here as well on the Tigers Audio. Network. Uh, let's take a look at the depth chart, see how the Ticats plan on lining up tomorrow against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And uh, just a reminder, it is a South Plaza Saturday, and I'll get to that in just a second. But let's take a look at the depth chart on how the Ticats will be lining up against the, again, two-time defending Great Cup champion, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And uh, let's start on the offensive line. We're starting at left tackle will be Tyrone Riley getting the start at left tackle. At left guard, it's Brandon Revenberg at center wearing number 51. It's David Beard who is uh, getting the start at center. And it it is weird seeing uh, number 51 at the center position. The exact same game. That the alumnus of honor is 51, Mike Filer. So very kind of cool to see that all come together. At right guard, you got Coulter Woodmansey. And starting at right tackle is Colin Kelly. Uh, As mentioned, Dane Evans is the starting quarterback. But he will be backed up by Matt Schiltz, who has been activated off the six-game injured list after two and a half weeks. Maybe not quite that. Uh, But Matt Schiltz is back in the lineup, backing up. Dane Evans and Jamie Newman will dress as the third-string quarterback. At starting running back, it's Wes Hills being backed up by Sean Thomas Erlington. And at fullback, it's Felix Garand-Gauthier. Uh, out for the receivers, out wide, you got Stephen Dunbar Jr. and Keandre Smith. And at the slot, you got Tim White, Pappy White, and 
Lamar Durant. So let's take a look at defense where Mason Bennett gets the start at defensive end. Micah Johnson is the starting nose tackle. Dylan Wynn is the starting defensive tackle. And Trey Crawford getting the start at defensive end as it appears that Julian Hauser is uh, not good enough to go. Uh, he's been placed on the one-game injured list, so big loss on the end. Uh, at Will Linebacker, Kyle Wilson is a game-time decision, but will start if he's good to go. If not, Voshan Joseph is backing him up. Jovan Santos-Knox is starting Mike Linebacker and Cam Kelly, this starting Sam. And he'll be backed up by Alden Darby Jr., who's back in the lineup against his former team. And no changes in the secondary from last week, or I guess I should say two weeks ago. It's Jamal Roll, Kariel Brooks, Tunde Adelike, Richard Leonard, and Randall Jr. Seth Small will handle the kicking. Mike Damagala will handle the uh, kickoffs and punting. Gordon White's the long snapper. And Pappy White listed as the kick returner and punt returner. That's how the Ticats will line up tomorrow against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And for more, let's hear from the head coach. Here is Orlando Steinauer asking, or after I asked about uh, Matt Schiltz getting back in the lineup, here's what he had to say. Yeah, Matt will suit up for us, and uh, he'll, be, he'll be ready to go if, if need be. But uh, he's progressed very well, uh, despite the reports early. It's not what we heard from our doctors, so he's been progressing nicely. And, um, you know, nobody's 100% at this time of the year but he'll be ready to go if, if need be. Yeah, it's been something we've been battling all year, but, you know, he's a pro. That's, that. it's, you know, Mike does, Gibson does a great job of helping get him prepared, but a lot of the onus goes on the player also. And he's just a professional that, uh, uh, he's an easy, likable guy. He's a pro, he's a veteran, he's been there, and he's just been welcomed in the room. But bigger than that, uh, he's been receptive to the way we do things. Well, first of all, we're no excuses. Um, around here, we've had a, a lot of adversity at some key positions uh, that make it tough. But we feel like we've had opportunities in every football game, and some we just weren't able to capitalize, some we let slip away. Um, you always credit the opponent for making their plays, but we feel like if we were able to make our plays in a timely manner, uh, things may be different. But everything we've gone through has prepared us for this moment. Um, so, you know, we're... we're uh, we're not optimistic and positive because we're in a state of denial, right? This is, we just truly believe that it's gonna get brighter. They play hard. Uh, they have a belief. Uh, you can hear it in their players. Of course, I know that, I know their leader well. And you know, they're back-to-back -back champions. That's, those are the tangible things, but people don't understand what goes into that. And I think they've uh, responded to adversity well in their own right. I don't like to speak on other people's football teams at all because you know I have my own sack of rocks to carry but uh, it's very evident that um, you know they've been ahead in games uh, at home and on the road they went into a hostile Saskatchewan environment and found a way to win um, so I think they have a belief and a confidence which that's the part that nobody looks at because they just look at the three hours of tangible things on game day but there's a lot of other things that go into it so that's what I see and I think they play hard. Just, he looks like Dane. I know that's a general statement, but he's making all the throws. Um, you know, he's back in charge where he hasn't hasn't been, right? He's in, been in the back seat or, um, you know, maybe in the therapy room at, at times. And, you know, he was very good during the time when he was absent of supporting uh, the people in front of him and helping them get prepared. So I think the difference is just hearing his voice more, seeing him run out with our A group 
And so those would be the biggest difference. He, he's always going to be able to make all the throws. That's, that's, a, that's a given with Dane. Yeah, I miss Mike. You know, and that's not a slight to anybody else, but uh, we had some great battles when I was the defensive coordinator here. And we always look forward to no huddle period where we were con competing all the time. He was always in, you know, our defensive think tank, just soaking up knowledge, trying to get better. He's an awesome story, you know, um, drafted, you know, to another team, released. And then he's just one of those great uh, Canadian stories that uh, uh, he became a staple here in Hamilton. So uh, excited to have Mike back, uh, or at least half of him. He doesn't look... He doesn't look like he's the same Mike, so I don't want him taking any snaps. But uh, he'll be a welcome addition, and I think uh, anybody who's around when he shows up around the locker room uh, will know that he, he impacted this organization and helped it get to where it's at now. And that is the head coach and president of football operations of the Ticats, Orlando Steinauer. And uh, you heard him there at the end talking about Mike Filer, who is our alumnus of distinction this weekend, and uh, we can't wait to see him. And uh, Coach joked there, he's kind of half the man he used to be. Uh, do not be surprised if you don't recognize Mike Filer. He is in uh, the best shape I've ever seen him in. And uh, he recently won a uh, firefighting competition. Uh, he's been out east, so it'll be great to see him back here as a alumnus of distinction and he will be part of our south plaza saturday as well starting at 2 30 before the game of course four o'clock kickoff but at 2 30 you can join us on the south plaza uh where there'll be games inflatables an autograph session featuring mike filer and uh, maybe a couple of players as well uh, there'll be a canadian football hall of fame autograph session you can meet the mascots there's pregame warm-ups there'll be a uh, food sampling our, our brand new in stadium popcorn will uh, be giving away some samples so a lot's going on as part of South Plaza Saturday, so you're going to want to be here. Uh, should be a beautiful day for football, too. Uh, that's all getting underway at 2.30, and you can go to tycats.ca slash tickets uh, to make sure you're joining us. And a reminder, the only way, the, the, the best way to guarantee your seats for the 2023 Grey Cup is to be uh, get your 2022 Ticats Flex Pack. So just uh, putting it out there. If you're already thinking next year's Grey Cup, which is back here at Tim Hortons Field, uh, that's a great way to make sure you can guarantee your seat by getting some tickets for our remaining three home games here at Tim Hortons Field. All right, um, Dane Evans has had a roller coaster season. Coach said that yesterday. Dane will be the first to admit it as well. And, and I've, I've been interested in how he's been handling such a such an incredible season off the field with his wife and his new baby Ivy which he has not been shy about talking about which we love um but also the struggles on the field and and today after practice Dane opened up quite a bit and uh, he opened up with uh, Dan Ralph if you have uh, seen the article in the Canadian press but uh, he opened up a bit more about his uh, his mental health uh, and it was really refreshing. So I'm going to play a bit more of a, a typical scrum uh, than I normally do here from Dane. Uh, I encourage you to go check out the full uh, scrum available at Ticats.ca. But uh, I am going to play some here for you as Dane talks about his mental health. Because uh, I think it's important. Because I've said it a couple times on this show that sometimes it's it's easy to forget that these guys are human. You know, they're professional athletes. But at the end of the day, 
they're they're still human beings, and uh, especially in an era of social media, uh, when people get negative and and angry and and sometimes mean, uh, it's it's a nice reminder to to remember that yeah these these people have feelings just like just like you do. Uh, so Dane opened up about his mental health. He talked about it a bit more as well, but uh, I asked him about having uh, today at walkthrough. Uh, the players were rocking orange shirts. Uh, for the No Child Left Behind and uh, Orange Shirt Day, of course, coming up later this month, and uh, asked what it meant to Dane, uh, someone of an Indigenous background, to, to see his teammates uh, take part today. Yeah, it was it was cool, man. Um, second year in a row we've done it. Um, and I thought it, what was really cool um, about it this year was, you know, we had Courtney uh, Stevens come in and kind of tell us, most of the guys know what the orange shirts are, but um, kind of give you uh, like uh, the background on it and stuff. And we left it optional, like it was not um, not like a fake optional thing, like truly optional. Like if you wanted to wear something different, you could. And it was cool to see everybody wear it. So that's cool that the whole team, you know, kind of supports it and at least at least wants to educate themselves on, you know, what happened and learn from it and stuff. So it made me really happy. It's huge, man. Um, I, I'm super glad that he's going to dress, going to be there for us um, because I, I love the way he sees the game, honestly. Um, and. It's one thing to see to see the game, you know, and and just like be on the sideline with no shot of getting in, right? But it's a different thing, like when when you're the next man up. So I think that relationship between us is huge, and having him out there, um, being able to dress and 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 um, be able to see the game and truly kind of bounce ideas off each other in the game is going to be huge, and I'm I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Um, it, it's finally just like normal soreness, you know, like of a full week of practice soreness. Um, not anything to be alarmed about. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely healthier than I was at that time. Yeah, it's been huge. Um, I think the bye week was something that was uh, a good time to kind of look at that. And not so much, you know, frustration is part of the game, but why? Was I frustrated, you know? Um, and uh, working with our team psychiatrist here, Dr. Uh, Carla Edwards, she's really, really helped me kind of unpack that. Um, and I think that's, it's been helping me a lot, man, honestly. Um, just, I'm starting to feel more like myself, kind of get back to what I've always done. Um, and I think I really needed to go through that to kind of, you know, get to where I'm at now, you know? Yeah, it's been, it's been, I think it was, it might've been somebody else yesterday, but this has been my toughest mental season ever in my life um, in any sport. Um, growing up, all I did was play sports, right? So never had one quite like this. Um, so kind of what I've been leaning on, um, along with talking with Dr. Edwards, um, is um, just really my family. And, and by that, I mean my immediate family. You know, I'm a new dad now. Um, I have a baby girl, Ivy, um, and, and my wife, Nikki. They have been huge support through this, right? Um, no matter what goes on or whatever, like, end of the day that they're both gonna love me just the same especially ivy right as a something goes wrong at work and you come home and you're pissed off but you got you know a brand new baby there and and, and like now we're to the point where she knows who i am right like she can see me her eyes light up she smiles and that puts everything right back into perspective you know what i mean it kind of resets you and it kind of reminds you daily of like why why you do this you know so that's been really huge for me yeah it it, it was weird man um weird is the word I use not because it's like, oh, like why am I in here? It's it, it's a uncomfortable feeling to admit that you need help, especially like in this like macho game of football, right? Like, and as a guy who's supposed to lead a team, um, but I mean, that was a part of my game that I needed help in. I needed, put it in football terms, I needed a coach for my mind, right? Um, I was out there uncoached in my mind, right? So um, I, need, I needed to get help. I'm super thankful for her 
and it's not like something I met with her one time and like we're rocking and rolling. Like I, I continue to meet with her. I'm, I think I'm going to continue to meet with her for the rest of my career, however long it is. Right. Like I don't see why I wouldn't, even when things are going good, you can always brush up on things and get better somewhere. So um, I think it's going to be something that I continue to do for as long as I play. And I know a lot of these guys in here know that when I'm done, I want to be a coach. Right. Um, and I'm definitely, not ever going to force anybody to do anything, but I will definitely suggest to my players if they need help to go, to go get it. You know what I mean, and do anything I can to, to be that bridge to get them to the help they need. I think it's just kind of a newer way of thinking, maybe I guess. Um, not that it's like rubbing like salt crystals on you or anything. You know what I mean? Like it's a true science that has um, science behind it and they do studies and everything. So um, I, I think it's just kind of new and, and with the new wave of players, like I don't want to be the old guy. It's like, oh, this next generation. But I think you'll see it more often that um, I think every team will have a sports doctor, a sports psychiatrist like that. Um, I've always been one to like study that and, and read books on it. And especially coming from baseball, a lot of baseball players obviously do that. Um, but I think it's just kind of a newer way of thinking and I'm just trying to evolve my game as well. It's just like getting in the training room for a, a physical bodily injury, you know? And that's Ticats quarterback Dane Evans, who is back in the starting lineup as we caught up with him after practice today. And uh, just a reminder, Ticats.ca is where you can catch the full scrum. And I, I really do encourage you to uh, check it out as, you know, I, I've, I've, talked to a lot of athletes i've talked to a lot of football players uh, in my my short career of of doing this but uh, it, it's refreshing to get somebody as open as as dane is and uh it's it, it's really it's really nice to hear um somebody so openly talk about his mental health their mental health and and just how important it is to to get help if you are struggling and uh, great to hear dane uh, to use his platform to, and and talk about what he's been through and going through and continues to go through and a great line there about you know he, he gets a coach for everything else so yeah it would make sense to get a coach uh, for your head too so uh, really really appreciate Dane's openness uh, talking about that all right one more uh, piece of sound to get to on today's show let's hear from Micah Johnson of course he's he's played uh, he knows these Winnipeg Blue Bombers having played in the West uh, the last few years. Uh, he knows what he's going up against in Stanley Bryant, but he also knows who he has on his side uh, in Dylan Wynn and Mason Bennett and uh, had a chance to catch up with Micah after practice today. Uh, here's what he offered up. I think it has been. It's been real good. Um, you know, we've done a lot of good things. Um, there's a lot of good things on film. And um, I, I know we both, have, you know what I'm saying, have a couple sacks, however much, but I think it's a lot of that we're doing and with Teddy up front that isn't showing up on the stat sheet. You know what I mean? So... I think we're a real prideful group. Like we have real, we take real pride in stopping the run. Um, we take pride in um, opening things up for our guys on the outside. We take pride in um, keeping our linebackers clean and free so they can run around and make plays. So it's just real good to, you know, work with, you know, Dylan and Teddy, you know, two guys that, you know, have that same amount of pride. You know what I mean? Not to say other guys that haven't worked with have the same, but it's just, it's showing up good on film. Yeah, man. Um, it, there is, there is. I think it's fun. Um, you know, you can impact the game a lot of different ways from the inside, and I think you know you're used to guys on the outside, um, you know, kind of making most of the hay. But it just speaks for the talent that's going on right now on the inside position. You know, guys are finding a way. Guys are really understanding um, how to rush. 
um, you know, defense coordinators putting guys in good positions to, you know, find mismatches, use a mismatch you could find. It's just just a lot of good things that's happening inside right now. And um, I think the talent's high um, for D tackles in the league right now. And you still got, you know, Devon, um, uh, Devon and uh, Cleon out there in Ottawa. You know, Mondo's still playing real good ball. Mikey Moore playing good ball. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a lot of D tackles for sure. Um, it's been it's been. It's been challenging. Um, I think it's been frustration. It's like I said, it's been frustration. Coach said, you know, it was fine um, to have be frustrated. It's just honestly what you do with it. And every week, no matter what, guys come in and just put they put they um, hats on, hard hats on, and they go to work. And then I think it's been refreshing. I mean, the coaching staff has been extremely supportive, and. Um, it really isn't like a somber, sol solemn mood, you know, here. Like, everybody still has, you know, our chest up, and we're still a very prideful team. And we know we've lost a lot of ball games, a lot of ball games we should have won. And um, that's kind of the tough part about it is every week you put on the game film and you see so much good stuff. And then it's just like a few terrible things you see at the same time, man. And um, that's pro ball, though, man. It's um, you know, you pay for your mistakes in this league. You know, it's a lot of good teams up here. You pay for your mistakes. We just have to execute. Um, like we talked, you know, a little bit earlier, we'll be doing good things, and then it's just moments of lows and execution. And then, like you said, with a finishing team like that, I mean, that's why um, they are the best. That's why they've won as much as games like that, because they finish and execute at the last minute and have the least amount of mistakes. So, you know, for us, that's not changing our preparation. or It's not changing um, – how we have to attack this game. We just understand it's going to be a game with physicality and execution. And just like you said, it's all a bit about finish. And we continue to talk about finishing. And um, coach continue to harp on finishing because, you know, let's be honest, that's what we fell short of um, a few times this year. You know, we've had teams buried where they shouldn't even have came back and they found a way to sneak back in the game and pull it off at the end. So um, you're right, we got to finish. And um, it's a challenge going against this team right here. but. The beauty of it, like ain't nobody scared in this building. Like everybody's up for the challenge. We excited for them to come in here and roll in and see what happens. I mean, it's so long ago. Um, it, it, it's so long ago, man. And it's more, I think for us as D-line, it's more about, you know, affecting. A lot of times it's the the altar throws, the bringing them off his spot, the, the pressures and the hits. A lot of times it doesn't show up in a sack column, but man, a sack is... It's so fickle. I mean, it was times where we had him, and he's sacking, and he's falling. He'll just flick it out his hand the last second. So, I mean, you know what happens. So, for us, it's just about we just want to affect him. And the biggest thing is just keep him in the pocket because, you know, Zach's most dangerous when, you know, he's rolling around. And um, they have one of the best teams that um, – uh, what do you call it? Just when that play breaks down, receivers knowing what to do and getting open, you can tell it's something that they constantly work on. So, you know, we're just we just have to keep them in the pocket and we've just been, you know, harping on plaster when the play extends and Zach gets to running around, that's when you have to be most disciplined with your eyes. And that is Micah Johnson as we caught up with him after practice. And just a reminder, full scrums from today and from throughout the week, always available at Tycats.ca. Ticats fans, it's time to ride on our strength. From now until October 13th, purchase four eligible Hercules passenger or light truck tires to receive a $100 Ticats rewards card and be entered to win our road trip sweepstakes. Available at participating Active Green and Ross Ontario locations or visit HerculesTires.com slash AGR rewards. All right, that'll do it for us today. That'll do it for us this week. But remember, you can always catch great Ticats game day coverage right here on the Ticats Audio Network. 
Hope you'll join us then from all of us here at the Ticats Audio Network. I'm Louis Butko. Hope you have a great day. Ticast today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at ticats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at ticats.ca. Subscribe to the Ticats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.